Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode number 72 of What The F Podcast. My name is Taylor Morgan, and today we have a fun episode because we are going to go back in time, and I'm going to share 12 things I would tell my 21-year-old self. Now, I picked 21 because I thought it'd be fun to go back 10 years. I'm currently 31, so that's what we're doing today. And it's always easy in hindsight to look back at our lives and, you know, point out all the things that we wish we would have known. And I wanted to put this list together, one, because it was actually requested by some listeners of like, people actually asked me like, what what are some things you would tell your younger self? And so it really got my wheels spinning. And I came up with 12 things. It was just the number that I came up with. Um, and no matter where you're at in your life, um, at any age, I just hope that you can take something from my list of 12 things and apply it to your life, um, whatever you see fit. And this is a very special year for me and my family. We've got a lot of fun things going on. I'm getting married this fall. And my baby sister, Avery, is 18 years old and she's graduating high school this May. And I'm so excited for her. And so I really want to not get emotional because I've already can feel it coming on, but I love my little sister Avery so much. And so I am going to dedicate this episode to you, Avery. This is from your big sissy to you. These are all the things I wish I knew when I was your age. And oh, I'm sorry, I'm getting emotional, you guys. I just can you tell I love my sister so much. But um, this is, I feel like I'm giving you a cheat sheet at Life Avery. So pay attention. And also to everyone listening, this is all for you too. So let's dive into the 12 things I would tell my 21-year-old self. You're listening to What The F Podcast, where we believe in showing up for yourself and your dreams, even if you don't know what the F you're doing yet. Fake it till you make it is our style. Fashion designer and entrepreneur Taylor Morgan knows what it feels like to say, screw it, I'm doing this, despite the odds, which is exactly what she said when she started her fashion-forward activewear company, Cove, and this podcast. The truth is, we're all just figuring it out as we go, and that's absolutely fine. The important thing is showing up for yourself. Here, you'll get the pep talk you need to keep going. Learn how to truly believe in yourself and be inspired by other entrepreneurs and their amazing stories. If you're ready to stop wishing and start doing, this is your show. Consider your host, Taylor, your new BFF and your biggest fan. Now, here's your host, fashion designer, fresh flower addict and dog lover, Taylor Morgan. Hey, I have to let you know that I've created a priming worksheet for you. If you listen to my show regularly, you know that I love and believe in the power of priming your mind every morning for success. Now, if you've heard me talk about priming and you want to try it, but you just don't know where to start, then this morning priming worksheet is for you. It's called eight to great. Now it's called that because there's eight simple prompts to start your day off right and make it a great day every day. It's so easy. It can take you 10 minutes or less and it will just make you feel 
Well, great. So get started with it today. I'm going to link to it in the show notes on taylormorgan.us. If you click on the podcast tab and go to today's episode, there will be a link there to eight to great that you can click on and download your free priming worksheet to get started with priming today. This worksheet completely takes the guesswork out of priming for you and gets you started on it and you will feel great every day you do it. That I can promise you. This really is the morning routine that you've been looking for. This is your time to set your intentions, envision your goals, and start manifesting them. Priming has changed my life, and I can't wait to see how it changes yours for the better. Get started today with 8 to Great. Again, go to taylormorgan.us, go into the podcast tab, and click on today's episode. There will be links there in the show notes for you to download it. It's super simple. I hope you love it, and I hope that this serves you on your priming journey and manifesting all your greatest desires into your reality. Okay, really quick, before I dive into today's episode, if you have not done so and have a quick minute, can you pause right here and go into iTunes and leave a review for this show? It would mean the world to me. Your reviews help the show get seen by more people and ultimately help more people know that they can do anything that they put their mind to. And that is the mission of What The F Podcast is to help people believe in themselves even when they feel like they don't know what the F they're doing. So if you have a quick minute, pause right here, go into your iTunes app and leave a review. It would mean the world to me. And also be sure to say hi to me on Instagram, either at Taylor Morgan Design on my personal or at What The F Podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here and listening. Okay, here are the 12 things I would tell my 21-year-old self. We're just going to dive right into it with number one, know yourself before you give yourself. Now, I think that all of us have probably grown up on Disney, and I love Disney probably more than anybody. But the problem is, is we grow up with these stories of the prince and the princess, and the princess needs saving from the prince, right? And the truth is, is that we don't need saving, first of all. So let me just throw that out there. We are whole and complete just as ourselves, and we do not need someone to be our quote unquote other half. Like you're your own whole person and someone else is their own whole person. And when you choose a partner, you need to choose to just do life side by side with each other because you want to, not because you need to be completed. And that's a really big lesson I've had to learn. And with that, don't get married before knowing who you are. I did get married very young at 21 and got divorced eight years later. And the problem was, is I just didn't know who I was. And so I wasn't in a place to even pick a partner for myself for life because I had so much learning to do about myself. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that one age is right and one age is wrong because everyone's journey and story is different. But I think more than age. It's just making sure that you know yourself before you give yourself. As I said, um, kind of for this piece of advice for this one, is just make sure that you know yourself because when you know yourself, that makes you such a better partner because you're not codepending on someone to complete you or someone to heal only what you can heal. So just take full responsibility for yourself and just remember you do not need saving. Number two, you're worthy of all good things and don't need to accomplish anything to prove your worthiness. 
Now, this one is a big one for me. I've had to unlearn this limiting belief that accomplishments equal love and attention. Now, you don't need to do anything to be worthy of love. And I used to have this belief that like I had to do all these things so that people would say they were proud of me or tell me I was valuable or worthy or whatever. And I just had this subconscious belief really that accomplishments equaled love. Like I would be worthy of love and respect from people in my life. And the truth is, is we don't need to do anything to prove that we're worthy of a good life. The truth is, as cheesy as it might sound, is you are love. Like your very essence and makeup is love. So to think that you need to earn what you're already made up of is actually a contradiction. You don't have to prove anything. No one is paying attention anyways, because they all have their own life to live. So remember that. And just know that you were born whole and worthy. It's great to accomplish things. You should accomplish things in your life, but do it for you. You don't need to do it for the approval of others. Number three, you're not broken. Now, this is a big one because I think a lot of times in life, people think that they're broken. And the truth is, is none of us are broken. Others, other people's choices in life are just a reflection of them, not you. So remember that you can grow and expand. But again, your essence is love. You came here pure and whole and you just don't break. You just grow and expand. And when you understand you're not broken, you can love yourself more and give yourself more grace. We just have experiences. Sometimes you have good. Sometimes you have bad, but nothing breaks you. You're strong. You don't need fixing. You just need to learn to grow and expand. Number four, let go of the belief that having money makes you better or less than others. Again, you are whole and worthy just as you are. Money does not determine our value. And that was a big one for me because I used to put so much emphasis on my value according to how much money I did or didn't have or or other people's value being like, oh, they're so amazing because they have, you know, X amount in the bank or whatever. And that's just not true. The truth is, is that money is just an energy that supports you. And you should love money. Like I love money. It is our friend. It supports you, but it doesn't define your value. And that's the difference we need to understand. You should love it. You should love that it supports you, but money does not define you. And a lot of times we're taught that money is where our happiness is. But remember that happiness is a choice only you can make. You can have all the money in the world and still be unhappy if you don't learn how to take ownership of your emotions. Trust me, I've seen it. I've seen people with all the money in the world and they're still unhappy, but it's simply because they haven't taken ownership of their emotions, which leads me to tip number five. You and only you are responsible for your emotions. No one can make you feel anything. You choose your emotions. Now, this is a big one. That was a long one. I'm going to read it again because it's long. You and only you are responsible for your emotions. No one can make you feel anything. You choose your emotions. Oh, man, I take a deep breath with that one because this was a big lesson for me. And I used to hate this when someone would tell me no one can make you feel a certain way, like you choose your emotions. And I would get so angry and be like, 
what are you talking about? So-and-so is making me feel this way, whatever this emotion is, right? But the truth is, is no one can make you feel anything. We choose to let ourselves feel whatever emotion we're, we're currently feeling. And when you understand this, that's when you can call yourself an adult. When you understand that you and only you are in control of your emotions and how you feel and that no one makes you feel any way, that's when you can call yourself an adult. It's really hard to hear at first because we don't want to take responsibility for our bad emotions. I get it. Like I said, I was one of those people I hated when I heard this because I for sure thought that other people can make me feel certain ways. But it's so empowering when you realize you're in control of your emotions because you then take ownership for how you experience things and then you can truly choose happiness all the time because you're in the driver's seat. So there's a lot that a lot of good um, that comes from it. The big takeaway here is to learn that you're not your emotions. Your emotions are kind of your navigation in life of what maybe needs healing and releasing or maybe what needs to expand and grow. And then you can embrace all of your emotions, good and bad, and use them as this opportunity to check in with yourself, to grow and evolve as a person. So just remember, like your emotions are your GPS in life of like where you're at. It tells you what needs healing and what needs releasing and what needs to grow and expand. So don't get mad at yourself for your emotions. Embrace all of your emotions. I want you to sit with them and feel them and always ask yourself, what can I learn from these? What are my emotions trying to teach me right now? And grow from it. That's the best thing to do. Moving on to tip number six, your thoughts and feelings shape your reality. Now, this is a biggie. I feel like I'm saying everyone's a big one, but they really are. But this is one of the biggest ones is when you learn that your thoughts and feelings shape your reality. Another name for this is the law of attraction. The thing here to know is that you're more powerful than you think. And whether or not you realize it, you're already using your thoughts and feelings to shape your reality. So life gets really fun when you understand that your thoughts and feelings shape your reality because now you can intentionally create any reality you want by simply controlling your thoughts and feelings. Like how fun is that? To put it really plain and simple, to change your life, all you have to do is change your thoughts and feelings first. Law of attraction is real. So study it and use it for your benefit intentionally. Because like I said, you're already using it without realizing it. So get intentional. This is probably like if I really had to pick only like my top three things to tell my younger self, this would be one of them is that your thoughts and feelings shape your reality. This is the secret to life. Like If you guys have ever heard of the documentary or the book called The Secret, this is what it's about. Law of attraction meaning that your thoughts and feelings shape your life. Um, so this is a big one. Study law of attraction and get intentional and understand that you are in the driver's seat of your life. Don't let that scare you. Let that excite you because you truly can have anything you put your mind to. Moving on to number seven, question everything, especially the stories you tell yourself. I want you to ask yourself, is that thought even really true? Or do I want that to be my life experience? And if not, 
ditch that limiting belief. We have over like 60,000 thoughts a day, I've heard. I don't know the exact number, but something like that. That's a lot. And not everything you think is true. Like I used to believe like if I think it, it must be true. And that's not true. So make sure you're questioning the stories you tell yourself and say like, okay, is this something I want to experience in my life? And it goes back to the point right before this, number six of your thoughts and feelings shape your reality. Number seven is kind of going along with that, right? It's like, make sure the stories you tell yourself are what you want to experience because now you understand my thoughts and feelings shape my reality. So what do I tell myself? Do I tell myself that life works for me and it's easy and things flow? Or do I tell myself that life's out to get me, the world's out to get me and it's hard? Like you get to decide. And trust me, it's way more fun to decide that life is easy. I'll never forget for years, I used to tell myself that starting a business was hard and that you had to sacrifice and struggle to make things work. And that's what I experienced for years when I started my fashion label. And then one day I just got sick of myself and I was like, you know what? I don't want it to be hard. So I started turning um, or changing the dialogue. I would say, actually starting a business is really fun and everything I need comes to me and I'm supported in starting my business and it's easy to start a business. And guess what? Not kidding you. It got easy. It was so much easier. And of course, there's days that are hard. I'm not saying there aren't, but overall, the tone around it, the energy around it, like that's when things boomed for me was when I stopped playing this boohoo story of things had to be hard. So the point I'm trying to make here is, whatever you tell yourself is what you're going to experience. Like your reality is a direct reflection of your belief system. So make sure you're questioning the stories you tell yourself and make sure that those stories are in alignment with what you want to experience. Number eight, date, 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 (laughs) date, you guys, I want you to date. And especially to my little sister, Avery, Date, (laughs) learn from your big sister's mistakes and date as much as you can. Have fun, get to know people, but most importantly, as cheesy as it sounds, date yourself. Find out who you are and where you wanna go in life. Really, the best thing you can do for attracting your person in your life is working on yourself and just know that as you do that, the person that you desire most will come to you because like attracts like, okay? So when you become the type of person you want to attract as a partner, they'll come to you. But trust me, you don't want to attract a partner until you're ready for it. I remember after my divorce, knowing where I was mentally from that and just like having my heart broken and stuff and the things I needed to heal and fix. I remember I was attracting people to date me and thinking to myself, they're not my person because I'm not mentally where I need to be. You know what I'm saying? So I knew the people who were trying to date me and take me out. I was like, this isn't it because I'm not my best self yet. So therefore, I'm not attracting the best person for me yet. I knew I needed to work on myself. So focus on yourself and focus on becoming the best version of yourself so you can attract likewise. And seriously, dating is so much fun. So enjoy it and enjoy like getting dressed up and going on fun dates and just laughing and having a good time. You're only in your like early 20s once. So learn from my mistakes and go out and date and have fun. Do you remember when you started your small business? It was no small feat. It took a lot of late nights, early mornings, and the occasional all-nighter. 
Bottom line, you've been insanely busy ever since. So why not make things a little easier? Well, our friends at FreshBooks have the solution. FreshBooks invoicing and accounting software is designed specifically for small business owners. It's simple, intuitive, and keeps you more organized than a dusty shoebox filled with crumpled receipts. Create and send professional-looking invoices in 30 seconds and then get them paid two times faster with automated online payments. File expenses even quicker and keep them perfectly organized for tax time. And the best part? FreshBooks grows alongside your business, so you'll always have the tools you need when you need them without ever having to learn the ins and outs of accounting. Join the 24 million people who've used FreshBooks. Try it free for 30 days, no catch and no credit card required. Go to freshbooks.com slash what the F and enter what the F and the how did you hear about a section to get started. Again, go to freshbooks.com slash what the F that's W H A T T H E E F F and enter what the F and the how did you hear about a section to get started. If you have a business or you know someone who does, you probably know that small business owners wear a lot of hats and some of those hats are totally great but some like filing taxes and running payroll, for example, not so great. That's where Gusto comes in. Gusto makes payroll, taxes, and HR actually easy for small businesses. Fast, simple payroll processing, benefits, and simple management tools all in one place. And running your payroll with Gusto takes only 11 minutes on average. Gusto automatically pays and files your federal, state, and local taxes so you don't have to worry about it. Plus, they make it easy to add on health benefits and even 401ks for your team. Those old school clunky payroll providers just weren't built for the way modern small businesses work, but Gusto is. So let them wear one of your many hats. You have better things to do. Gusto is offering you, my listener, three months free when you run your first payroll. Try a demo and see for yourself at gusto.com slash what the F. That's gusto, G-U-S-T-O dot com slash what the F, W-H-A-T-T-H-E-E-F-F and get your trial for three months free. Number nine, there is no such thing as lack. There is only abundance. This is a big one again. This is an abundant world with more than enough to go around for everyone. I want you to hear that again. This is an abundant world with more than enough to go around for everyone. Someone else succeeding doesn't take from your chances at success. So someone else having it all doesn't take from your chance at having it all. In fact, someone else's success should motivate you and get you excited because they're showing you what's possible in life. And if they can do it, so can you. Remember, there's more than enough to go around. I get so excited when I see other people on social media that I admire and I see them killing it and hitting their goals and becoming these self-made millionaires because they're showing me what's possible in life. They're giving me hope and faith that if they can do it, that so can I. And we should embrace other people's success because there's more than enough to go around and never, ever play the comparison game because It's just an icky, icky game. I talked about this. I think it was in my last episode. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was in episode 71 that I read this thing that said that we compare ourselves to other people because we're trying to determine our own worth. And we compare to others because we're trying to figure out like, are we worthy? And the thing is like, you are already worthy as you are. Like I mentioned earlier in this episode, you don't need to do anything 
to gain your worthiness. So stop comparing yourself to others because that's not going to determine your worth. It's a big lie that we've all bought into and just don't play the comparison game. Don't play it from a young age. Don't get in that habit. It's icky and there's more than enough to go around. And when you understand that there's more than enough to go around in abundance, you'll never compare yourself to others. Moving on to number 10, prime your mind every morning for success. Now, this is a tip I first learned from my mentor, Tony Robbins, was to prime your mind. He said, take 10 minutes every day to prime your mind before you start your day. And he says, if you don't have 10 minutes in the morning, then you don't have a life. So I say that to say, we all have 10 minutes every morning to prime our mind. And what it is, it's just this time to focus on what is working for you to set your intentions and get clear on what your goals are and where you want to be like three months from now, six months from now, and to give thanks for all the wonderful things in your life. This is honestly the most important thing I do in my day. If you want to learn more about priming, go back to episodes number 31 and 32, where I talk about what priming is and how to prime. And I also just created a new priming worksheet for you guys to get started with priming. It's called Eight to Great, and it's eight simple morning writing prompts to help you go, like have a great day every day, basically. It's a super easy way to get um, started with priming. People have always asked me how to do it, and I've always just told them there's no right or wrong way, and that's true. There isn't. Just do it. feels good. But I felt like people still wanted me to kind of guide them a little bit more with it, and that's why I created this worksheet, Eight to Great. So if you want to get started with priming your mind in the morning, then go download my worksheet, Eight to Great. I will link to it here in the show notes on taylormorgan.us um, for episode number 72. You can find it there. But basically, what priming your mind is, again, every day is just intentionally saying, this is who I am. These are my goals. And in taking the time to actually like closing your eyes and seeing yourself accomplish the goals, there's something like really helpful to doing that. And there's been studies to show that when you actually take the time to visualize yourself in your mind's eye, doing the thing you want to accomplish, you're way more likely to do it because you see it, you allow yourself to feel in your body, and then you're pumping out that energy into the universe that you can do it because you believe in it. You're, it's you kind of taking that time to gain the faith and belief in yourself that you can do it. And giving thanks is huge. So gratitude's important to have because it feels good, number one. And when you live with a grateful energy, the universe will match that vibration of gratitude that you carry by giving you more things to be grateful for. So again, priming is just the best way to start your day. Do not touch your cell phone in the morning. Avery, I'm talking to you, my little sister, because I know you grab your phone right away. Don't look at Instagram. Don't check emails. Don't look at text messages. Prime your mind first and set the tone for your day. Make sure it's going to be a great day because remember, you are in the driver's seat. You're in control of your your life and your reality. So set that tone intentionally. It only takes 10 minutes or less and you will feel great. This is seriously what has made me successful in my life is when I've learned to prime my mind. Because again, um, this was really inspired by my mentor, Tony Robbins. And what really got me on the priming train is when he pointed out that 80% of a business's success is on the business owner or leader's psychology, and only 20% is mechanics. So whether or not you own a business, this does apply to you. And basically what Tony is saying here is your success in anything you do in life, school, a job, whatever, 
is 80% your psychology and only 20% your mechanics. So you have to take the time in the morning to work on your psychology. And that's why I love priming my mind. You can keep it super simple. Just wake up, focus on things that are working for you in your life, list them out. Like on the eight to great worksheet, we start with three things that are currently working for me in my life are, because it's such a fun way to wake up and start the morning. Rather than thinking about your problems, think about what is working for you in your life give gratitude for the things you have in your life and then do what Tony teaches three to thrive where you think of the next three things you can do six months out or closer to go to the next level in your life so envision those three goals whatever they may be you don't have to worry about how you're going to do it you just have to know what it is you want to do and envision it and feel it so for me for example one of my three to thrive right now is I want to grow my email list to 4,000 people And right now it's much, much smaller than that. But I envision it. I feel it. I feel myself sending content to people that helps them and serves them in their life. And I I experience more people coming onto my email list to communicate and create community with. And I get so pumped up and excited. And I think about it every single day. So I do that because when I'm living at that vibration of it, oh, and then you give gratitude as if it's already real. So I say, thank you, universe, for connecting me with my tribe of these 4,000 people. They're amazing. I'm so grateful for them. And when I live at that vibration, I'm now bringing it into my world because I already think it's real. So that's me on my priming train. Again, go back to episodes 31 and 32 to learn more about priming. But this is so important. Just make sure every morning you simply set the tone for your day. However you want that to look, it does not have to look at all how I prime, but just make sure you're setting the tone for your day and you will be successful. Now we only have two more tips. So here we go. Tip number 11, make feeling good your number one job. It's good to feel good. And it's so important. Gabby Bernstein, another mentor of mine is always saying it's good to feel good. Feeling good is the quickest way to manifest anything good we want because we're a vibrational match for it. You can't attract into your life these good experiences if you don't first feel good yourself. So do things that make you feel good. Make sure your job makes you feel good and money will naturally flow from it when you feel good. Like I have talked about it here on the podcast. When I was running my fashion label, it got to the point where it wasn't making me feel good and the money wasn't flowing anymore. And so I knew it was time to make a shift. And now I'm getting back into alignment and doing things like this podcast and interior design. Those things make me feel good and money naturally flows because I'm doing what I'm most in alignment with, the things that make me feel the best. So make sure you love your job, whatever your job is. Like my papa would always tell me, if you do what you love for a living, you'll never feel like you're working. And I really believe that's true. And then make time for fun. Do at least one fun thing a day outside of work. Play more, travel more, laugh daily. It is so important. Don't take life so seriously. And this, I'm like listening to this own advice right now because I need to like step up my game here by just being more playful and laughing more, like it really is the best medicine. So again, focus on feeling good. And as Gabby Bernstein always says, when you think it and feel it, you will receive it. And last but not least, this is probably my favorite tip of all. Number 12, this is a world of only well-being. 
Now, when I heard this, it was from Abraham Hicks in the book, Ask and It Is Given. And this changed my life because I grew up with this belief that it's like us against the world and like life is hard and the world's always out to get us. And it's simply not true. This world is actually designed to be a world of only well-being. And the only thing that makes it not that is ourselves. (laughs) Like we get these limiting beliefs and Um, make it harder on ourselves than it has to be. And it's just not meant to be that way. Life is not meant to be hard and a struggle. You don't have to struggle to get what you want in life. The universe is rooting for you. In fact, life is rooting for you. Life is not out to get you. This was a big wake-up call for me. And when I start focusing on the fact that this is a world of well-being, I'm more relaxed. I'm more at ease. My guard is down and I'm just enjoying life because I realize that this is an experience for me to enjoy. And this is not an experience for me to survive. This is an experience for me to thrive in actually. And when you understand that life just gets more peaceful, relaxing, and just more fun overall and things flow for you. So just go about your life knowing that this is a world of only well-being and that life is always rooting for you and you'll be so much happier. Make sure you work with life. Choose to believe that everything's working for you and it will. In fact, I want to leave you with this to repeat to yourself daily, this mantra. And this is something I've been repeating to myself lately and it makes me feel so good. Here it is. Everything is always working for me. I am supported. Now imagine if you said that every day, everything is always working for me and I'm supported. When you wake up in the morning, everything is always working for me and I am supported. How will that change your life if you believe just that one thought? And I'm telling you, it will do miracles. You will see life unfold before you so easy and beautifully. Just go around believing that everything's working for you and you are supported and like will attract like through law of attraction and you will experience everything always working for you and you always being supported. So to wrap up to my little sister Avery and all of you listening, just know that this is a world that's so beautiful, that's here to support you on your journey to help you build your dreams and that it's meant to be fun. It's meant to feel good and that you are completely in the driver's seat of your reality and that you can create whatever it is you want. There are no limits on you. So take off all the limiting beliefs, question all the stories you tell yourself and only believe what supports you and your dream life. You are worthy of every good thing. You do not have to do anything to prove your worthiness or to earn your worthiness. You already are worthy. I love you, Avery. I love you to all of those of you who are listening. And I hope that you can take something from these 12 things that I would tell my 21-year-old self. And I'm still telling my 31-year-old self these things and they're helping me. So I hope that this helps. I hope you have an amazing day. Thank you for listening to the show. And until next time, my friends, dwell in possibility. Thanks for listening to What The F Podcast. We would love to hear from you. Please take a second to leave a review in iTunes and let us know how you like the show. For more episodes, be sure to subscribe. For show notes for today's episode, visit our website at whatthefpodcast.com. If you'd like to suggest a topic for an upcoming show, reach out to us on Instagram at whatthefpodcast. Thanks for listening, and until next time, Dwell in possibility, friends. And remember, anything is possible.